Hello people, welcome to the When in Yorkshire podcast. This is episode 31. Thank you very much for picking this to listen to out of the many, many podcasts out there. And this episode wraps up the conversations I had at Leeds Festival this year and features the delightful Henry Cox of Boston Manor. Now, I remember coming across Boston Manor after seeing their video for Peach State on the Failure by Designs Records uh, YouTube page. Um, I absolutely loved the song, still still love the song, um, and I've been enjoying everything they've done ever since. Um, it was great to chat with Henry. He's a genuinely lovely guy, um, really good to chat to, and really nice that he, he gave up his time to sit in in probably what was the hottest tent I have ever been in. Um, we chat about his influences, uh, how and why the band's um, sound has changed, um, his other artistic interests and projects, uh, as well as his link to Whitby Fish and Chips. Um, now, Boston Manor are currently on tour in the UK um, with Modern Era and Gender Roles supporting. Now, check out those dates on the site and get along to one of those if you can. They put on a brilliant show, and I guarantee that you'll have a lovely time. Um, if you're listening to this in North America, then don't worry. They're coming on their way to you, I believe it's in December. So do check out dates on their social media and website and such. Um, yeah, well worth it. I will be adding some of their tracks to the When in Yorkshire uh, playlist on Spotify as well. If if uh, any of you haven't heard of Boston Manor, um, then you've got all sorts of treats ahead of you. Do do go and check them out and and, uh, and see what you think. Um, that's enough from me. I don't think I'm going to add anything else to this for that. Um, so this is episode 31 with Henry Cox of Boston Manor. So I'm here with Henry from Boston Manor. How are you doing? Hey, I'm great. How are you doing? Yes, lovely. Thank you very much. You had a good weekend? Had a, a lovely weekend, thank you. Um, and seen loads of great bands. Um, caught the end of your set as well. Been busy in here, but come I over bet, to see yeah. you. Well, thanks for watching us. No, it's good. It's good. You had a decent crowd. Very decent. Yeah, I, I you know, I was surprised. Um, well, yesterday in Reading and, and today in Leeds, it was it was pretty overwhelming, to be honest. We... Um, you know, it, it's not it's not necessarily our sort of um, home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ra- the radio one stage, you know, we, we feel so lucky to be able to do that, but it's, there's so many, you know, uh, eclectic, great acts yeah, on yeah. stage, and uh, it's been known for a long time as a bit of a showcase stage. So, you know, our, our mindset was we're lucky to be on this as it is. Right. Whoever watches us, that's great. Slow Tire was on right after, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of, and it's like, you know, well, people probably come because he's playing afterwards or whatever, but. You know the the sing-alongs were, were, were crazy. Yeah. I didn't expect that sort of reaction. So it's we, we've been very very humbled and very pleasantly surprised by by the both, both shows. Awesome. I mean, it helps that from what we saw, the sound was massive, like really really good. That is even uh, Francis Hunt, our, our fantastic front of house engineer. Yeah, so. awesome. <laughs> and yeah, like because even from approaching the tent as well, because they got the screens outside as well. Yeah. It sounded yeah. great out there as well, which oh, is always sick. nice to, to bring people in. So that's that's what you want. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We've never had screens. Before, no. So nice. <laughs> that's that's a, a new thing for us. Hopefully, more to come. I hope so. So I kind of wanted to get into a bit about where you've where you've kind of come from um, uh, in terms of music experiences and, and music history. Um, so, how did you get into music? Like, I'm talking as a small child. Okay. First yeah. thing you can remember hearing. 
I don't, so my dad, my parents, God bless them, are not uh, musical connoisseurs by any okay. stretch. So I, I can't say that some of my friends tell me, you know, reel off all these bands that their parents introduced them to. My parents have like, done everything for me, but introducing me to good music is not one of them. Right. Um, but my dad, one of my dad's favorite band is um, Sweet. So he'd be playing like Ballroom Blitz and that yeah, kind of shit. Yeah. There's a video of me about three years old, knowing every word That's to that. That's a classic thing. It's a great That's track, serious. I must yeah, admit, yeah. it's a fucking banger. But um, yeah, no, I, I, was, I was way more into like hip hop actually when I was like okay. really young. And I don't know how I have that. Actually, no, do you know what? I do know how I got into that. Uh, I got into that from Space Jam, the movie Space yeah, Jam. Yeah, Michael Jordan. Because the soundtrack to that film is fucking phenomenal, even <laughs> yeah. to this day. It's amazing. And I started kind of getting into into a lot of like hip hop and R and B and stuff from there. Uh, and then my cousins are about ten years older than me, and when I got to be about eleven or twelve, they were like, "Here's what you want," and they showed me. Slipknot, System of a Down, Deftones, as were, you know, this yeah, was like yeah. late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. so that was like, they were all their peak at that point. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I do remember seeing the video for like Duality on TV. It actually, no, it must have been before that. I, been, it would have yeah, been Duality was a bit later. Would have been, it would have been, maybe Slipknot I heard a bit later on, but yeah, uh, yeah it was probably 2001, 2002 I heard all these bands, but uh, I do distinctly remember seeing that Duality video, yeah. however young I was at the time. Because obviously it's they're all doing the house party, they're falling yeah, yeah. to the ceiling. I remember seeing that like this is the craziest shit I've ever seen. And from there I, I got into like heavier stuff and discovered kind of punk and I kind of Brit I feel like I missed a trick really because British indie in that period of probably like two thousand six yeah. till well, it's never really died, but there were so many great bands, but I was I just kind of dis was discovering like punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and older older punk and I kind of missed it all in a way. Um, and I was because I mean I don't know what you guys' high school experience was like, but for me it was, it was very much factions. It was like yeah. the indie kids, the the weird moshers yeah. of which I was one. Yeah, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, the preppy kids, the rich kids, whatever. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just a lot of the indie kids in my school were kind of bell ends to be honest, yeah. and that kind of put me off a lot of their, their the great music that was actually coming out at the time. But um, yeah, so I kind of missed a large part of that, largely into like. Have you been stuff. rediscovering that? Yeah, I mean, sort of college and into university and all that. You know, your musical world just expands yeah. massively, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess from sort of 13 to 16, it was all just like, as long as it's fast or it's heavy, yeah. you know, I mean, I, but I never stopped loving hip hop and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I was, I was all about like the heavy stuff, but I never really had um, any sort of like, uh, I guess, older mates to, yeah. to show me stuff. So I just kind of had to figure Down out. Down to yourself. LimeWire. Yeah, I'm sure you uh, you're all familiar with yeah, uh, back in the day. But I would uh, I would download stuff, and, and I, I'm sure you remember. It was I don't know why I think people were deliberately fucking with people, but it was always mislabeled. Yes. So for years, I thought that uh, no effects were bad religion. I was convinced. Oh wow! I was like, yeah, that's a that, this is bad religion. Those are and I got into a, a like a, 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 a proper genuine argument uh, with someone at university. <laughs> like, no, linoleum is a bad religion song. I'm not having it. It's yes. a bad religion song. And they were like, it's a no effects. Yeah. And I realised this entire time, yeah, I yeah, just, yeah. it'd been mislabeled. People just, I don't, 
they've messed with people's lives. They don't need to have a big think about that. Those LimeWire mislabelers. I yeah. hope they're I hope they're proud of themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It made me like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so in terms of forming a band and such and how did that come about what was it that drove you to want to, to actually perform well I, I, I've always been a performer so I did a lot of like acting and stuff as a kid right um, some film and television stuff oh nice which I will never ever disclose the names of for fear of memes uh, is there a chance that it's on the YouTubes um, I mean we're going back away I was, I was like a child okay. like pre-teens you know okay. but um, th- I'm sure there's some stuff there's one thing I did which was like slightly bigger that is still exists in popular culture but I'm I'm, I'm intrigued I'm, I'm never going to say ever but, um, <laughs> just because it will just be relentless I, but, I have um, one we'll, we, we can exchange if you want when we when okay. we, when we <laughs> finish I'll tell you alright but, um, but yeah uh, so I always love performing um and I always say I'm not the talent in the band I'm just good at shouting at people with a microphone and, and just making a bit of an idiot out of myself uh, they're, they're the musicians I'm just a singer but um, but yeah I, I, I don't know I, I did a lot of that and then I was into the music and all my friends were in bands and stuff and uh, you know I just joined a bunch of you know I had a, like a jam band in school and, yeah. and, and played in like a, a hardcore band when I was a bit younger and then yeah I, I was in uni when, when Boston Manor formed and uh, it's weird because um, in Blackpool at the time, uh, as I'm, I'm sure in, in a lot of non-cities, you, you have very small scenes and it's yeah. like, oh, you're in a band, cool, you can play the gig, it doesn't matter what genre you are, yeah. it's, it's, it's whatever. So, um, you know, every member of Boston Manor, I, Dan and Mike were in a pop-punk band, Ash and George were in a metalcore band, I, I used to film their music videos and stuff. Nice. I was in a, just a weird band that's, I don't even know what it was, but yeah. we used to jam together all the time play a load of um, a load of shows and stuff so we got a bit older and we kind of all sort of uh, Dan and Mike wanted to form a band and we'd already known each other because we've been playing shows in different bands for like four or five years yeah and, uh, yeah that's kind of how, how it came together but it, it was nice that sense of sort of like community in terms of you just like live music and yeah, play, yeah. You know? and I guess you know come from a, a, a smaller a small area where there's not necessarily on the touring map yeah. probably you have to create your own Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, exactly the same. I, I, I grew up um, sort of from 12 to 20 odd in uh, in Whitby. Oh. So the other side, other side of the coast. Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent fish and chips if you eat fish. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. I'm uh, a yeah, vegetarian, but I, 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 I love but, the chips. But I have had some brilliant Whitby fish and chips in my life. Yeah. I actually, uh, this is really boring, but I no. just feel the need to say it. Uh, <laughs> When I, uh, I briefly had an office job managing social medias for like 50 bars and restaurants after yeah, university, yeah. and I managed uh, the Blackbird Chippy's social media for about a year. That really fit. Is Magpie. It Magpie. Magpie. Sorry, my bad. I was Magpie's really good at my job, as you can tell. But um, <laughs> yeah, Magpie. I, I wish yeah, I guess yeah. is kind of, kind of. I've never actually eaten there, but I guess it's kind of famous. In yeah, yeah, yeah. People will queue yeah. for a very long time. I, as, yeah, I just so I, I was I was in Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. So I worked for a East Coast years, West Coast thing going. Yeah, but I, I did that for about a year or so. But yeah, so that's. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I went on a camping all day to Whitney once, and uh, our tent got blown off. Yeah, cliff. that'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it's sunny for like twenty five minutes, and everyone yeah. flocks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flocks off again. Yeah. Now it's sunny there right now. I bet. But yeah, we were similar sort of thing. I grew up basically convincing parents that we'd got. All 
authority to take the school PA. Uh, found a pub back room who let underage kids just set up and make some horrendous noises. Did you have gigs in that we put on ourselves? That's so sick. there's a load of 14 year olds like getting people like just go, yeah, back the car up here, mum. Yeah, it's fine. Just put these speakers in here. Take it to that pub. This is all legit. And, uh, and then, yeah, we'd like charge like two quid or a quid to get That's in. Sick. And yeah, we're just like in pub back rooms, just get making the walls drip oh, and just like playing like melancholy covers. Oh and yeah, stuff like there that. you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, we would we would do like. Um, because there was a lot of, I remember there was, like, metal was quite popular at yeah. that time. So a lot of the, the bands were seen. It, it, yeah. yeah. Well, it was a bit after that. It was more kind of metalcore. This is, like, okay, 2007, yeah, yeah. 6 to about 2012. Right, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was a lot more, um, like, the metalcore thing. Yeah. Uh, but so it was a lot, of the gigs quite rowdy. And it would be, like, you because uh, I put on shows, Dan and Mike used to put on a load of shows. And it would be, like, you get one go at it. Yeah. You put on the gig. Yeah, yeah. The landlord would be, like, I'm not on any of this. Yeah, so, we, you know, we it. did, like... Churches, pizza shops, yeah. load of pubs, scout oh, a lot of scout hooks, Yeah, we had a scout for a while actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that, that was fun. But it'd, it'd be like you get one go, and then you have to move on to the next yeah. place. Absolutely, absolutely. That's sick. So right, it's nice to see that you know you you still kept that, and you know it's spurred you on to, to bigger and better things. We'll say. And there's there's lads from like who used to do this with us in Whitby, who are now stage managing Boomtown. Oh, amazing! And you know yeah. they've made a full. Career out of it. Such a great festival, that yeah, 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 absolutely. So it's Boston Manor. So I discovered, I discovered you through Failure by Design Records. No way. I was just I was on their cool. their site once, um, and there was I think there was a link to Peach State. Yeah. This is this is great, and uh, the main thing that because there was loads of bands, I was like, yeah, I can see kind of there's a few bands that are coming out that are like this, but it was your accent that seemed to be a big thing for me. I was just like, the only is, northern pop punk band in existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> when, when all when so much of the sort of pop punk stuff that was coming out was people with fellow American accents. Yeah, exactly. And I just thought, you know what, I believe this guy. I, I think there's something genuine going oh, on it. here. And then and then Driftwood came on, and I was just like, yeah, that. That's like two and a half minutes of just pure joy. Yeah, um, yeah, great, great EP. Oh, um, thanks, man. Yeah, was, you know, I've still got a big soft spot for all that, all that yeah, kind yeah. of that kind of era of band, and it is weird. You know, we get a lot of people. Who, I mean, fucking hats off to our, our fans because there's so many people. Uh, you know, I, I jumped in the crowd yesterday in Reading. I saw some people that was like, you were in this pub that we played and this yeah. tiny 100-cap venue that we played about five years ago, four years ago, you know, and they've, they've stuck with us and yeah. even with the big sort of sonic shift and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, God bless them, you know, that's great. But, um, yeah, I did get a lot of sort of comments on that that, you know, I suppose vocally it's... Especially Americans, like, yeah, because you don't really you hear the British accent in music, and it's normally like this. So, I mean, maybe that's that's unfair, but I, I suppose it's either Sheffield or London. I was going to say you, you hear Arctic Monkeys and Bring Me with the with yeah. the, the the northeast accent, but you don't hear that that many yeah. at least Lancashire accents. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I've always sort of found it a bit uncomfortable to sing in, in like an, an American accent, really, because it's just yeah. I feel if you you're projecting how you feel you'd want to sing it how you say it you know? yeah 
Yeah, yeah, it lets your character. And like I've said to a few people, it seems to be a common thing that I didn't realise I was so passionate about people singing in their own voices, but it turns out I am. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a whole sort of sincerity thing about it that I like to know that those that you mean it basically. Yeah, you know, and, and no no disrespect to any any uh, singers that do sing in an American accent, because I have to say I, I I sometimes I find there'll be there'll be phrases when we're recording and I'll be like that just doesn't sound very nice and. Uh, with, with the the northern accent, it, yeah. it, it's quite guttural, and you, 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 it's, it's, there's a lot of glottal stops, and yeah, yeah. ugly vowel sounds. And sometimes you have to kind of shift that to to um, to make it sound better. A little bit. Yeah. So sometimes I'll have to sing something the way that I wouldn't normally say it. That's more technique, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's, I was listening to something uh, recently uh, um, about it's a podcast, and they were saying about how um, the in terms of like a like a science perspective, yeah. um, the, you listen to a lot of um, the, you know the, the greats, you know the, the Mick Jaggers, etc., etc., yeah. uh, and they have quite a twangy voice. They have like quite a, not quite nasal, but yeah, that, that twangy voice. And, but yeah. the reason it works is because it hits at such a frequency that manages to cut through um, guitars and cymbals and yeah. bass and stuff and. and Typically, rock music is the hardest music in the world to mix because there's so much going on. So I, I think it's quite interesting. And what lends itself very much to that twangy sound is the California accent. So yeah, yeah. You blink like two, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the list goes on, yeah. um, but the Norman accent is the absolute opposite spectrum of that, where it gets very muffly and quite buried. So uh, sometimes, I've, as we've kind of progressed and written more music, I've found I have to kind of um, bend things a little bit more yeah. to, to make them sound better. But I, I, I get off on that kind of stuff. I find it interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The core's still there, though. Yeah. So yeah, things. I guess, like you say, there's been a sonic shift in terms of the style of Boston Manor, but I think you can still tell there's a there's still a core there that you can tell even the early stuff I think um, that it's the same band so how was that kind of developed for you what is it that kind of triggered some of those changes I mean to be perfectly honest we didn't really like pop punk very much we got older and we were a bit bored of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. and we were like listen there's, there's a lot of really good pop punk bands out there especially in the UK and we we don't do it very well <laughs> there's, there's bands that do it way better than yeah. us and we're not into it we want to we like this the you know these 10 bands and this darker sound and, and we just started writing and, and it just came out that way and we were like look let, let's kind of let's do a bit of a hail mary and say we're going to write the record we want to write and if people don't like it at least we went out on our terms kind of thing um, but it feels a bit disingenuous to be playing something that we don't really no, believe abso- in. You know? Absolutely, there's a lot of respect so, for that. Yeah, so you know, fortunately, it worked out and people stuck by us. But, but I have to say that's all down to our fans and how supportive they are. Yeah. So we're, we're very lucky in that respect. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I remember when I think did I read somewhere that you were a bit nervous when before Halo came out about yeah, how that was going to yeah. go down and that that seemed to strike a chord. Big yeah, I mean people. it's our biggest song, yeah. I think. Um, and yeah, you know it, that that was the first one and you know we're, we're always writing music we never yeah. stop but we're, you know, we're writing stuff now that's I, I definitely don't think our new music will be the sonic leap that the last one was but yeah still a there's definitely that. stuff that we're writing we're like Ooh, <laughs> what people are gonna think about this but you, you, you got to do that you got, yeah at the end of the day you can only write music that you you want to you want to play or you should i think yeah you, well, oh, yeah there well, are yeah. some bands yeah. that have definitely released the same album I just don't Many get it. Like, I, honestly, I, I, I can't imagine 
because we tour for 10 months out of a year. Yeah, yeah, we play usually between 150 to 200 shows a year. And I cannot imagine doing that every night and playing a song that I just fucking hate. Yeah. It would just, you know, it's a bit soul destroying. And um, yeah. I think just, just, do, just do what you want to do. But then again, I'm not making millions and some people are off doing that. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not really one to talk. Yeah, I guess you can, you can make that choice. I'm yeah. 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 sure some people are like, yeah, I'll play that shit song. I'm going to make I'm gonna be fucking rich. So. You give me that check. Yeah. So I've, um, I had a. You came up in another podcast that I've uh, with a different guest with uh, Mr. Jamie Lenman. Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. He has some very nice things to say. Oh, he's you. a sweetheart. I love that. Man. Um, so you were involved with music video for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I did film for uni, and, and that's what I wanted to be, filmmaker. And I, yeah. I still shoot music videos. I've directed some of ours, but um, the aforementioned cousins that got me into yeah, yeah. heavier stuff enormous Ruben fans yeah. so they were one of kind of I guess the I, I wouldn't say the underground at the time but one of the more culty bands that they got me into was, was uh, Biffy Clyro and yeah. Ruben and to this day they're still one of my favourite bands and, yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our, old, uh, our now ex-manager managed uh, and I think still does manage Jamie and uh, right. he so I, uh, all credit to him he kind of put me in touch with him and, you know we were kind of bouncing ideas around and, yeah, yeah. and he seemed to like it and I got the, had the pleasure of working with him and, and he's um, He's incredible, one of, one of the most interesting people I've ever met. It was a bit of a childhood dream lived uh, to be able Fuck to yeah. do that. Fuck yeah, I was excited. But we old bands that I was in supported them, and that was a, a dream come true to support Ruben. And then, and then to chat to him again as he is now, uh, such a lovely man. Absolute sweetheart, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've kind of seen him, you know, the few times I've hung out with him and worked with him, and then I've seen him in kind of more public spaces, and he's just so genuine and yeah. so... So, so pleasant and um, um, eccentric. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he is an eccentric, uh, and I love that about but him. But I believe he's, it. He's I believe that's him. That is, oh, that yeah. is him. He's told me so many stories. But he, you know, he, he um, he's he's, a, he's passionate. And it's, it's very infectious. Yeah. yeah. So who else have you worked with, music video-wise, or is this? Or is this I, I'd say Jamie's probably probably um, the, the biggest artist. Yeah. Jamie and I, I guess us. Yeah. I suppose yeah. that counts. But um, that I've I've worked with. But I've had the pleasure of, of working with so many great, you know, um, underground bands. Okay. Yeah. Quite a while now, you know. And I haven't really. I've kind of put put that on, on hold for quite a while now. Well, you're I just haven't enough, enough time. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I, I, there's a project I'm, I want to work work on with a few of our label mates and my friends' bands and stuff. And uh, it's definitely more of a hobby now. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm friends with so many incredibly talented filmmakers in the UK, and I. I I would never say that I'm at their level by any means, but you know, I, it's a bit of fun for me. Really. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, well, he seemed very pleased with it. He's certainly a direction that he wasn't necessarily thinking of, which is great. Why he pulled somebody yeah. else in? Yeah, so, that's yeah. great. I think he, he, it worked with the song, but he, he's. I mean, he's a filmmaker's dream. You yeah. put a camera on him, and you're like, yeah, you, yeah. you don't need to do anything. It's just there, you know. It's great. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, what before we wrap up? What's what's coming up next then? Well, we have a, a UK and European tour in October, um, which I'm really, really excited about because we're we're playing. Uh, I mean, the big wigs call it a B market. Tour, but we're, uh, we're playing some of the, you know, uh, the, the the smaller towns and cities that we don't usually get to play. Uh, I mean, but a lot of these clearly going to be on that list. 
You what, sorry? Whitby's clearly going to be on that Yeah, list. it's actually all... It's just a weekend of shows in Whitby. Awesome. No, we, <laughs> we, we're playing actually some venues that we used to play supporting other bands back in the day, you know, when we were kind of a DIY band, and it feels really cool to kind of come full circle and be playing these, these smaller venues. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And then we just announced our first US headliner in... in uh, Amazing. The fall, as they call it. <laughs> Uh, which is November, December, which I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic about. Yeah. We've, we've been going over there for a little while now. And we're yeah. finally ready to kind of do that, so that, that's really cool. But the, the UK one, European one, is going to be so much fun, and we're bringing out Modern Era. We're just about to announce on Monday gender roles. Uh, and we opening that, that tour. Nice. Credit, incredible band. So yeah, yeah. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, that sounds amazing. Excited to, to hopefully catch you again in the future. Let me know. You're welcome to come down to awesome, the man. show. Yeah. Awesome. I well, believe Newcastle. Castle will be your nearest show, I would Okay, yeah, that's not far. It's not yeah. far. I'm based in Leeds now, so... Don't think there is a Leeds show, but I could be wrong. Nice. No, there isn't a Leeds show. So, yeah, either way, yeah, looking forward to it. Sheffield. Sheffield, that's there so close. That's there so close, yeah. yeah. I'll come down to Sheffield. Well, thank awesome. you for having me. No, well, welcome. Thank you very much, Absolutely. mate. There it is, episode 31, with Henry Cox of Boston Manor, who I'm sure you'll agree was an absolute delight. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, and thank you very much for listening. Um, As I mentioned before, if you're listening in November uh, or December of 2019, 2019, then check out their website for dates because they are spanning the globe at the moment, taking their rock show everywhere they can. Um, You'll have a great time genuinely, so do do go and have a look at that. Um, As I said uh, at the start, I have added a few tracks um, to the When in Yorkshire playlist so do go and check that out on spotify and as always please 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 do share this with as many people as you can if everybody goes out and tells three people uh, about the podcast that will be absolutely amazing um and if you want to go and give a review on the itunes you can do that would be lovely as well um you don't have to if you just want to keep listening that's also appreciated so thank you very much i'll leave you now Enjoy whatever it is that you're going to go and do. Thanks for listening and good night.